Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. When it comes to big or small projects around the home, Tony and Corey have got the know-how and the answers to make your life just a bit easier. Here they are, your Weekend Warriors, Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show built by Par Lumber. I'm Corey Valdez. And I'm Tony Cookston. Thanks for tuning in with us today. We've got another great show lined up for you. Everyone out there in our Weekend Warriors radio network. That's right. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for watching on YouTube if that's where you're at. Uh, Tony and I come to you every weekend with a new show about home improvement. Today, we're talking about Sanctuary. Sanctuary! Building what you would call, in your own home, or in your backyard, or in your garage, some would call it a man cave. Some would call it a she shed. A mom den. What are some other words? You heard some funny ones, too. Yeah, a a mommy's mommy's playhouse. Mommy's uh, playhouse. Or a a woman's cave. Yeah, a woman cave. Or a man den. They're all places where you go to get solitude. Solitude. Fortress, Fortress of Solitude. Of solitude. <laughs> uh, that's what Superman called it. His was super cold, but uh, the same kind of a thing, right? Was it made out of ice or was it made out of other sort of crystals? It was crystals, but it was like in Antarctica or something, so it was definitely cold there. In the frozen tundra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Superman probably doesn't feel cold, though. No, I don't think he does. Uh, yeah, so absolutely, that's what we're talking about today. And it's going to take on so many forms. You will be able to adapt what we're talking about to fit your style. Um, maybe not everything that we say is up your alley, uh, but uh, we will say a lot of things that are, and we're not going to, uh, we're not going to, what's the word I'm looking for? We're not going to label anything, yeah, right? No. Because everybody likes everything and nobody likes anything. So there's no way to tell who's going to end up with what. It's going to totally customizable. But we're going to definitely give you some ideas, some inspiration, some motivation. That's the idea. And give you something to think about so it gives you a reason to get out there and get it done. Yeah. Do you have a a man cave or a sanctuary area in your home? I mean, I have a sanctuary area. It really is the family room. TV. Because you come in the front door and there's the living room, right? That's the place where there's plastic on the couch and you can't touch anything or walk on the carpet. Uh, the kitchen dining room area is where we spend a lot of time, of course. And, uh, but in the back, down the hall, in the back room, the family room, the TV room, uh, that's where I keep, you know, a lot of the things that I like to look at, you know, my comic book stuff and my race car stuff, you know, that kind of thing. Your die cast. Yeah. That's where the, that's where the super, super comfy couches are when you sit down only when you know, you don't have to get back up in a minute because it takes forever to get out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the place where you put your feet up. Uh, that's the place where you find, you know, empty pop can containers and that kind of stuff. That's pretty good. I like that. I, I really don't have an area in my home dedicated to me. Neither does my wife, actually. Mm-hmm. Neither of us have a space that, uh, that is our sanctuary where we can go to be free from the children. Yeah. Although, actually, I would say our, our master bedroom is probably the only place that we can go hang out. We have a TV in there. You know, our door to our hot tub, that's pretty pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's the only place. Yeah. So if I had a basement, I would definitely convert it. I'd split it right down the middle. Tell my wife, you get that half, I get this half, we'll, we'll build our... Nary the two shall meet. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bother me. A door that goes between the two or no? Sure. Maybe an intercom, 
It'd be like one of those, a baby monitor, like those big accordion doors that slide, <laughs> <laughs> like a you know, like at a an event video surveillance. Have so a can, big party. You can take the wall away. Keep an eye on each other. <laughs> What's going on over there? <laughs> so well, anyway. so in preparation for this show, Corey and I made a list of a lot of things that we would like to see in a room like that of ours. We're going to talk about whether or not you would convert a room that's in your home and in what room that would be. Or or maybe you'd be converting a garage. Or are you converting an old shed? You know, something like we did for the Weekend Warriors workshop or the studio that we record from now. Or would you be building a separate structure entirely separate from what you've got now on your property? And then we're talking about some of the nuances of those things and what you could expect to put on the inside. Um, and so all of those things, really, we're going to talk about all that stuff. Yeah. So uh, where should we start? So we just start off with the list and all the things that we think would be cool in uh, your space or my space. Yeah. You actually did something cool. You went and sent an email to your wife and said, I want you to ask everybody around you what they would want in their perfect. Yeah, we kind of pooled the audience uh, at Par Lumber Company and got some, you know, a half a dozen or a dozen sort of uh, people to give us some feedback about what they would want to have in their space. These were women. It's an office full of women. So so we got a lot of um, advice from women. Corey and I, of course, give um, advice uh, of, the, as, of our own. And oftentimes, you know, um, I kind of go both ways. I kind of go uh, a little bit on this side, a little bit on that side. So we'll see. <laughs> uh, Corey is more technologically advanced than I am. And so Corey's really big on big speakers and a home audio, whole home audio, and a big theater, and a you know an awesome million dollar TV, and all that kind of stuff. And I'm really thinking more like super comfy couch, a place to put my feet up, you know, uh, and a recliner. Yeah, yeah. You'd want a recliner. Well, or something like that. So anyway, so we'll get a chance to get a little insight into uh, what what is most important to you and where you would start. And are we assuming as we talk about this thing that uh, that budget's not an issue? I mean, well, are, we, are we talking about yeah, trying to do this yeah. on the ch on the cheap, or no, are we just think, talking about? I think we're going to throw out ideas today that anybody could put in. Anybody, maybe one of them, maybe maybe all of them. You may have to take out a loan, but you could totally. You could totally do it. Absolutely, <laughs> right, there's well, no reason you couldn't come up with a solution for any of these that fits your budget. Right. But you know, sure, some of them might be out of range, or some of them, some of our listeners might have all of them. It certainly is important to attack a a project like this with a budget, right? Because if you have the money to do the job, you could potentially go overboard when it's not necessary. Or if you start putting a budget together, you may find out that where the direction that you wanted to go, you really can't afford to do that. Totally. And you that don't want to spend too much time getting ready for something that you're going to have to step back and do something different. So, so I would say that's where we would start. First thing you would decide, where is your personal space where is your fortress of solitude going to be is it going to be in the home or is it going to be outside of the home right that's a good point if you it's have to figure out where you're going to put it yeah if it's in the home what room would you in your house right now what room would you convert uh you know Corey and i would give you a little piece of advice right here if you have got a two-bedroom home and you want to convert one of the bedrooms some things you should probably consider before you do that because when you go to sell the home, it's probably going to need to be a bedroom again. True, true. Yeah, permanent changes to any room in the house can be dangerous. 
You know, we've talked about the show on the uh, before. You know, co- past cost versus value shows, right? Where you're converting a bedroom into a home office, where there's built-in desks everywhere. You could potentially be for the next buyer. You might be limiting that uh, that buyer pool and having your your value of your home suffer. And if you're not prepared to go back in there and pull all of that out and make it original again, then you might be setting yourself up for some heartache. I agree. All right, folks, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, more He Said, She Shed with Tony and Corey, your weekend warriors. Don't go away. Being a homeowner in today's market isn't easy. With families hanging on to their homes longer, energy efficiency and long-term quality have become top priorities. Future generations will benefit from the choices you make today. Make the right choice. Invest in your family's future with Plygem Windows, available at area par lumber locations. You'll enjoy designer, low-maintenance windows at a price that won't jeopardize the kids' college fund. They're approved by the National Association of Home Builders and Energy Star Certified. So why do people shop at PAR? Because we know that people who want to build need selection, competitive pricing, on-time delivery, and real experts who really know how to give expert advice. Just ask Shana. We help design projects all the time. Let's take a look at your plans. That's why people shop at PAR. If you've got a project you need help with, visit any one of our PAR locations across the Pacific Northwest. To find a location near you, visit PARR.com. For a look that reflects your style, choose Marvin Windows and Doors. They'll enhance the essence of a room and the character of a home. Beautifully crafted with the most extensive selection of customizable options, it's easy to complement your vision. Marvin Windows and Doors are sold only at independent dealers who understand your home is more than your address. It's a feeling you create in a place that holds your dreams. Marvin Windows and Doors built around you. Find exceptional service and inspiration at Par Design Center, your local Marvin dealer. Start your project with a trip to their Aloha location, where Par Design Center's experts can help you find easy and stylish replacement solutions for your next remodeling project. Family owned and operated since 1930. Go where the builders go. Par Design Center. Call Par Design Center at 503-614-2655 or visit online at par.com. That's P-A-R-R.com. Trex is the world's number one decking brand and the inventor of wood alternative composite decking. Trex is committed to helping you create a low maintenance backyard retreat that can handle the outdoors without depleting them and will do so for decades because your weekends should be spent relaxing on your deck, not repairing it. Choose from four distinct collections in 21 colors to meet any design aesthetic on any budget with the comfort of a 25-year fade and stain warranty. Trex, outdoor living elevated. Visit Trex.com for more. When you want to enhance your home's curb appeal with the look of real wood, choose real wood, like Shakertown Cedar Siding. The genuine natural color and grain of Shakertown products offers a great cedar siding solution for your project, adding dimension and drama to your home's exterior. Whether you select individual sidewall shakes, pre-manufactured craftsman shingle panels, or pre-primed cedar cove shingle panels, 
your cedar siding will stand the test of time, outlasting building trends and its competition. Made with 100% clear vertical grain heartwood cedar, nothing compares to the rich appearance and outstanding performance of our cedar shingle panels. They resist the effects of the sun, rain, pests, and time. For 50 years, Shaker Town has been beautifying and protecting homes. A true American original. Visit shakertown.com to learn more. At PAR, we're more than just lumber because we know people want more than just lumber. That's why we sell grills, sealers, stains, wheelbarrows, rags, bags, extension cords, shop lights, saws, blades, ladders, and oh yeah, Yeti coolers and Yeti thermoses. Visit your local PAR Lumber and find any one of the many, many things that we sell every single day. Welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. Today in the show, Tony and I are talking about your sanctuary. Wherever that is in your home, where you can escape to and not be bothered. Yeah. I need one of those. Right. Fortress of solitude. <laughs> if where, Wherever it is in your home, or if you have to build a structure separate, out in your backyard, like or, a really nice shed. Or convert a shed that's already there. Yeah. Um, or maybe even, depending on your needs... Maybe you could convert an outhouse. <laughs> but have, I mean, it might, it might have to be a bigger outhouse. An outhouse? Yeah. Like an outbuilding or an actual toilet? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it, it might have been a toilet at one time. No. But now it could be an outhouse solitary sanctuary. That you can have the outhouse. Oh, can I? Okay, it's for me for free? So uh, anyway, Tony <laughs> and I have a list of tips. If you're wherever you are, wherever you're going to convert this space if it is an old shed or if you're building a shed if you're building whatever or if you're converting your basement there's a lot of things you got to consider right uh the first thing that i that comes to mind for me is to make sure that that space has egress what i mean by that is it has you have to be able to escape in the event of an emergency or a fire or something right so if you only have one way in which is the stairs down to your basement and the windows are all too little to crawl out of and there's a fire, what do you do? You have to have what's called egress. And that means you have to blow out a wall and have a window big enough down there that you can escape out of. Right. And, and your group of poker friends or your you know, group of women hanging out together. I mean, you have to be able to get out of that place. Yeah, I think, um, I think technically, originally, the egress thing was uh, intended so that a firefighter could get in yeah. And then rescue you. Right. Uh, but getting out obviously is important. Right. So. Um, so, yeah, egress for for going in and coming out of a window in the event of an emergency so that you can get um, you save lives. Right. Yeah, one way in and one way out is just never a good thing. I mean, you know, and I think honestly, the egress thing is only if it's. If it's a living, a living space, space or, right. or a bedroom. Right. But, you know, in my opinion, I feel like you should have two exits. Right. Uh, not, not to mention ventilation is a good idea. You know, Corey and I um, converted a shed, which we are now using mm -hmm. for our 
recording studio, and we call it the Weekend Warriors Workshop. And one of the very first things we realized after we did it, no ventilation. No ventilation. So we are going to have to tear a hole in the wall and put in a window. Um, and so, but that's, and that's a future project, which will end up getting videoed and we'll share it with you and it'll go viral and we'll all be rich probably. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> uh that's a project that we're going to have to do because we just didn't know, um, how it was going to turn out, but we're telling you, if you've got a space that's a 12 by 12 or, or something like that, you're going to want to have some ventilation apart from the door that you come in, something that you can open a little or open a lot. And, um, and preferably something you could crawl out of if, if there was only one way in or out, like a basement, you said, or yeah, an attic space. That's my opinion. Uh, the other thing that comes to mind for me is electricity. If you're running an outbuilding and you're building something and you're converting it, you're going to want electricity in it. Don't do that without a permit. Same thing goes for the basement. If you have, you know, outlets in the basement but not enough, you have to make sure that the amps that you're drawing down there for the amount of plugs, you can't just add on, you know, if you have one plug down there that goes up to a circuit breaker, you can't just tack on, you know, 20 different lights and a bunch of extra outlets mm. off of that one plug. What about a massaging chair? Probably not. Yeah. So you have to have the panel, you know, whatever that is, you have to have an electrician come out and fix that up so you can actually have enough power in that space. So that's something to think about. Yeah, absolutely. What about a blender? I'm sure it's the same situation. Yeah, probably yeah. is. Okay, I'm just checking <laughs> off the things that I'm going to need to have and trying to determine whether or not I need to. Uh, a massage chair and a blender. Here's something else. Some of the people that we talked to about what they wanted to have in their Fortress of Solitude, Corey, was a bathroom. These are people who were very serious about wanting to have a bathroom. And I was like, well, maybe you're not going that deep into putting... They're like, no, 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 no I want a bathroom. Now this is definitely it's not a bad idea. This is honestly. definitely going to take some planning and it's going to cost some money and you're going to have to hire a plumber and you're going to have to get a permit. If you're adding a bathroom, especially if we're talking about uh, an, a building that's detached from your primary residence. Mm -hmm. So there's something to consider there. There's a lot of, of things to think about. Maybe an outhouse next to your detached thing would be better. Any, any opinions on that? Sure. Yeah, you agree with you just that? just get a little Johnny on the spot delivered? Yeah, boy, could. I mean, be a composting toilet. <laughs> We're always trying to find the right place for a composting toilet. You just don't know. <laughs> um, so anyways, that's something to consider. That would be a, it would be an, a major undertaking. But like you said about hiring a, uh, an electrician or yep. making sure at the very least that you have a permit, the same would stand true if you're going to have a sink out there, if you're going to have... Um, a bathroom with a toilet, um, and it's going to drain. It's a good idea to get a permit and at least consult a plumber. So anyway, that's my opinion. That's my opinion there on that. Uh, the next one on the list for me is, you know, staying with safety. If you're having a bunch of people down into your basement, and again, if you're, you know, say you don't have egress and you only have one way out, at least have a fire extinguisher and smoke detectors. You know, I've been in, you know, over people's houses where they're, you know, you go into their spot, you know, whatever it is, their man cave, and you're hanging out in their basement. Yeah. 
and there's hey know, something catches on fire 10 people in there playing poker <laughs> yeah. you know and you know and you never know what happened i mean having a fire extinguisher handy is a good idea here's what i'm thinking 10 people playing poker is likely going to result in a fire at some point or a fight <laughs> which could also result in a fire yeah uh that's uh that's it's very important uh some of the women that we talked to about their fortress of solitude they definitely included candles they actually wanted a lot of candles. They said a lot of light and a lot of candles. And a place where you're going to be burning a lot of candles, a fire extinguisher, is a great idea. Don't just have it there. Make sure it works. Know how to use it. Right? I actually have a pretty interesting story about candles. Yeah. If you want to hear it. Sure. Yeah. Hit me. I had a builder who uh, built all these this new subdivision with all new houses. And... Everything was insulated properly, you know, in the ceilings, in the walls. It was everything was sheet, everything was done properly, built properly. So he was called back for warranty work because there were these lines developing on his wall where every stud was. You could see the studs through the ceiling and the walls. So what was happening is these, the people that lived there burned a ton of candles, a ton of candles. And the, the, um, the smoke that comes off of those candles or whatever the residue would fill the air. And then it would collect on the walls, except that the, the R value difference between a stud and the insulation was such that the, um, the smoke or soot or whatever it was would only attach to the studs. It was crazy. That so is they came crazy. out and they had to have all of these experts and all of these people come out. And that was what happened. All of that candle work. That is almost so, uh, almost unbelievable. Something to keep in mind there if you're burning yeah. a, a ton of candles. Well, in your it house. is it is nice to burn candles, uh, candle scents, and and uh, the ambiance that comes with that. Uh, but being safe it definitely makes good sense. Have an extinguisher. Make sure it works. Know how to use it. Yeah. All right. Um, here's one that Corey loves. This is like this is the one thing Corey wants to add to every single project, every room in the if house. If Corey could stand. On a giant soapbox and tell the entire world one thing, this is what it would be. Dimmer switches. <laughs> he loves dimmer switches. He wrote on the list, dimmer switches everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> it's it's. I like dimmer switches. I think they're great. The, the ability that they give you to change the mood in a room um, or to use less uh, energy or whatever to light a certain room, I think you're absolutely right. Because here's the thing. It should never be pitch black or too bright. And, and, and Corey, that's exactly how you feel about it. Yeah, no, I agree. we got to take a quick break. When we come back, more Fortress of Solitude. You listen to Tony and Corey, your weekend warriors. Don't go away. show built by par lumber now here's tony and Corey. hey welcome back to the weekend warriors home improvement show thanks for staying with us if you haven't already go check out our uh, website at par.com that's p-a-r-r.com click on the weekend warriors link and that'll take you over to our 
new page, Tony and I's new page for the Weekend Warriors, and you can get our uh, get our links to our YouTube channel, our Instagram, our Facebook, Pinterest. We're all over that stuff. Uh, or if you just want to search us, we're at WW Home Show. Uh, our website is also www.homeshow.com. Uh, so check that out. Like our YouTube channel or subscribe. What do you do there? Yeah, you YouTube. subscribe. Subscribe to YouTube. Subscribe. Follow on Instagram. Follow. Follow on Facebook. And like on Facebook. No, you follow on Facebook? I yeah. need to spend more time on it. I don't even know. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, if we didn't have like a full-time job <laughs> and if we weren't hosting a radio show and if we weren't parents. Yeah, true. And is there more? Home projects. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, and Weekend Warriors. I got on top of all of that. Before we get back into this, I got to tell you. I, I forgot to tell you all about this because we're starting a project in our home. Uh, our upstairs, we have this little bonus room that, you know, I would have loved to take as my man cave. But no, we're going to give it to our kids and build um, a kid cave. <laughs> the bonus room is going to be converted to their, like, playroom. You know, I give a TV with the video games and, the you know, so their friends can all hang out. It's on the other side of the house. It's going to be great. Yeah. So that's my next project. That's what we're working on. So last week, I'm in the shower, and I take a step. It's this old 1960s fiberglass, probably original of the house, the shower. And uh, I take a step, and I feel my heel go through the floor. Oh, no. Crack. This big, round, cracked hole in the bottom of my shower. So I'm all mad. I'm like, ugh. You know, I don't, I want to do that project just next year. Right. I don't want to do it now. Right. So I go to the store and I buy some marine epoxy for fixing those sorts of things. You can buy these kits to, you know, that you can buff them out and make them look super nice. But that kit was way more expensive than I wanted to spend because it's temporary. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't really care what it looks like. I did get the stuff that dries white or off white. So it, you know, kind of blends in. So I get that thing done. I squirt all that in there and I, you know, mix it together and I patch it. Looks perfect. I mean... You see the glob of epoxy on the floor, but, you know, like I said, whatever. At least it's not draining water underneath the shower and creating dry rot rot on the floor. Yeah, rot galore. So we got all that taken care of, and it's still, it takes 24 hours to cure. So I did it last night, and I told my wife, I said, hey, we got to use the other shower, the kids' shower in the hall. So we go in there, my wife takes her shower, and then I get in there, and wa- as soon as I turn the shower on, I'm standing there for like 30 seconds, and I hear this, <laughs> I'm like, what? what? And I'm looking around like, what in the world? The tub spigot snapped, and water is just flying everywhere. In the guest bathroom. In the guest bathroom. Oh, man, that's bad luck. And I start getting a little, I start looking at it a little closer. Somebody had epoxied it on there already. Oh, it had so the been previous repaired. owners yeah. had broke it off or whatever, and then epoxied it back on there. So excited broke. that they disclosed that to you when you bought oh, the house, right? This house, I swear. I know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get rid of it. No, you won't. I'm you're gonna, gonna spend new. enough money on it that you're gonna be married to it for the rest of your life. Don't say that. <laughs> anyway, so that's where I am. But I would really need. I actually really could use a, a man cave or, or a space for myself. Yeah, right well, now. You know, if you, I think that um, you talked about the space being a fortress of solitude, right? If you if you relegate the kids to a space where they have a lot of fun spending time, then 
they're not underfoot at least. Uh, so that is, if you're if you're going to choose a segment of time during the day or evening that you want to be in your space, technically the whole house is your space. If the kids are not underfoot because yeah, you make they're a playing good point. in their new place, so the whole house is my cave. The whole house is your kick yeah. the kids out, right? That's well, a good point or something less, you know, crude. <laughs> All right. Anyway, there, let's go back to our list there because I've got another tip. Yeah. If you if you have built any sort of outbuilding or if you're converting your old shed, right? One thing that I would recommend, if you haven't hired a pest company. We hired a pest company because I had some mouse problems and some, you know, even rat problems were chewing their way into my crawl space. Yeah. Uh, and we had a bunch of bug issues. So we had a uh, the killers pest company come out and we pay them a yearly fee. It's pretty minimal, really. And they come out and take care of all that like four times a year. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I actually have a nice shed on my property and I included that. They threw it in for free. So now they spray and bait around my shed. Yeah, that's smart. Um, I mean, uh, especially uh, if you are going to be finishing that space and spending time in there. And yeah, you don't want to come out to spider webs galore. No, no, you don't. And that kind of, you know, Tony and I, we did a good video that you should check out on YouTube about uh, finishing off an unfinished shed. Yeah. And part of that, too, is air sealing. I mean, it's really important. Anywhere where there's those creepy crawlies can get in, you know, you got to seal that off. Yeah. So I think we did a pretty good job with this space and sealing that off to keep those suckers out. Absolutely, we did. And uh, that is some good That is some good uh, YouTube video, actually. You should check that out. This is exactly what we're talking about. This is the same kind of a thing. If you're not building a new space on your property, uh, you're converting an old space, whether that space is detached from your primary home or a part of your primary home, you're definitely going to want to treat it the same way you treat your home. Otherwise, it's not going to be as comfortable as you want it to be when you go out there. And the thing is, is you don't want to go out there and have to clean it every time you go out there. Totally. Right? You want it to stay clean and nice like your home does. And so giving it the attention that you give your home makes perfect sense. Here's one if you're going to convert your basement. You know, I grew up in the Midwest. Everybody had basements. Everybody. I grew up in a home with a basement. Yeah. And in those basements, they were always damp, dank, stinky, you know, sorts of situations. Yeah. One thing I would not recommend is ever putting carpet straight down on to concrete. If you're going to do some sort of flooring, you can um, raise that off with sleepers, put sleepers on the floor. And all that is, is you're taking pressure treated wood. You any, any wood that touches concrete, any wood that touches concrete, you have to use pressure treated. Because if you don't, that water will soak right through the concrete into that wood, and it'll rot in no time. Right. And so you can create sleepers. That's all that is, is you're creating like a network of flat floor joists down there, sheeting it, and that'll get your carpet up off the floor. That's a good way to do it. Or if you don't want to go through all that and you want to put some sort of finished floor down there, maybe consider painting it. They make really good concrete epoxy paint looks fantastic mm -hmm. the new floors in your store remodel are going to be stained concrete That's those right. look fantastic yep um, but if you if you don't want that they also make they do make flooring products that can be fastened right down to concrete like lvt you know things like that yeah that are uh that i would not i would consider over carpet 
Right. Yeah. Well, carpet's just not going to be a good idea for any moisture at all that comes and stays is going to be a problem. It's going to grow mildew. It's just going to, it's going to happen. You, you don't want that. You don't want that smell. You don't want those spores. You don't want any of that. Uh, keep carpet off the floor. There's a reason why most commonly they'll put down VCT tile or something like that. Uh, that makes more sense. Yeah. Not carpet. And the same thing goes for the walls. I would recommend waterproofing before you do any sort of finishing off. Um, you can either waterproof from the outside or from the inside. There are certain applications where you can do it from the inside. It's always better to manage water from the outside. Of course. So if you're building a home, have it waterproof from the outside first uh, before they backfill. Otherwise, it's going to cost you a lot of money to waterproof from the inside. But when they do it on the inside, that means that that water has already come through the concrete. That's what that means. It's already pushing through. And when it gets to the inside, they just all they do is collect it, send it to a drain and shoot it out. So what would you rather have, the water not coming in at all or managing it? Right. So if you're going to do that, I do have some uh, recommendations on how to build a wall down in your basement if you're going to try and insulate the walls in. Oh, yeah. We should talk about that. If you have decided to convert your basement and you've decided to stick with concrete floors or even if you're going to put tile down and it just feels too cold, you know what? You can buy some rugs. Rugs are easy to take up, easy to clean, and put back down. we got to take another quick break. When we come back, more Weekend Warriors. You won't want to miss this. Don't go away. You're listening to Tony and Corey. We'll be right back. There is a reason Fortress Railing Products is one of the strongest brands in the railing industry. From commercial, code-tested products to diverse residential styles, Fortress Railing Products is a category creator with a complete line of railing solutions to turn your outdoor space into a living place. Fortress is committed to a higher standard for quality, strength, innovation, versatility, and ease of installation, which means you get a beautiful railing system that stands up to your busy life. Whether you're looking for iron, aluminum, or cable rail, we have the right solution for your outdoor living space. And installation is as easy as one. One, two, three. One, choose your pre-welded, pre-assembled panel. Two, choose your post and bracket. And three, select your personalization options. Fortress, products that inspire, designs that liberate. For a look that reflects your style, choose Marvin Windows and Doors. They'll enhance the essence of a room and the character of a home. Beautifully crafted with the most extensive selection of customizable options, it's easy to complement your vision. Marvin Windows and Doors are sold only at independent dealers who understand your home is more than your address. It's a feeling you create in a place that holds your dreams. Marvin Windows and Doors, built around you. Find exceptional service and inspiration at Par Design Center, your local Marvin dealer. Start your project with a trip to their Aloha location, where Par Design Center's experts can help you find easy and stylish replacement solutions for your next remodeling project. Family owned and operated since 1930. Go where the builders go. Par Design Center. Call Par Design Center at 503-614-2655 or visit online at par.com. That's P-A-R-R.com. Preparing your home for winter weather is an easy task for weekend warriors when you have the right tools. Small leaks in doors, windows, and siding can create big problems down the road. 
So make inspection of these areas a part of your annual home maintenance plan. Caulking that is cracked, peeling or pulling away from your trim can be cut and replaced with OSI Quad Advanced Formula Window, Door and Siding Sealant. Designed for superior performance on exterior window, door, siding and trim applications, OSI Quad can be applied to wet or dry surfaces and even at freezing temperatures. Unlike other sealants, Quad resists dirt and dust collection, yellowing and water washout. Quad is self-tooling, available in a variety of colors, and once cured, is paintable. To learn more about OSI Quad, visit OSIPro.com. Whether you're building a new home, remodeling an old home, or re-envisioning your backyard space, if you've got a project, go to Par Lumber for decks, fencing, kitchens, windows, doors, and more. Par Lumber, your neighborhood building and home improvement experts. For true rain screen protection under your exterior siding, not much compares to the unique three-dimensional matrix of Home Slicker. Home Slicker provides a continuous space for drainage and drying, a thermal break, and pressure equalization, eliminating the threat of trapped moisture. Home Slicker is easy to install, ventilates the entire wall surface, can be used behind stone, stucco, and lap siding, saves time and labor costs, and even offers a 50-year warranty. To learn more about Home Slicker, visit BenjaminObdyke.com. At PAR, we're more than just lumber, because we know people want more than just lumber. That's why we sell grills, sealers, stains, wheelbarrows, rags, bags, extension cords, shop lights, saws, blades, ladders, and oh yeah, Yeti coolers and Yeti thermoses. Visit your local PAR lumber and find any one of the many, many things that we sell every single day. to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Thanks for staying with us. Today in the show, Tony and I are talking about your sanctuary, your uh, fortress of solitude. Fortress of solitude, wherever you go to be alone. Yeah. Or hang out with your pals or or whatever. Yeah. Man cave. Yeah. She shed. Yeah. Mom den. All of those things. Um, I took some um I took some quotes actually from some of the people that we talked to about some of the things that they would like to see. Oh yeah. Um and some of these I, are pretty I, funny. We could just read through some of these. Some of them are pretty funny. Um, here's one. When we were talking about you know, where you might sit or what kind of furniture might be in there. This is a, a big old sectional for all my girls to binge watch trash TV. <laughs> that, that's, and here's the thing. There, whatever it is for you, it doesn't matter. It's because this is your space. This is your space where you get to have Spider-Man comic books. You know, you get to have uh, uh, the space shuttle hanging from the corner. Or you get to have whatever you want race cars or Oregon Ducks or Portland Timbers. I mean, this is the place to hang up the stuff that you think is cool. You obviously spent money on stuff and you love to look at it. And unfortunately, all too often it ends up where? In a box. In a box. In the attic. That box doesn't deserve to look at that. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> that should be where you can see it. And maybe it, the living room is not the place for it. Or the dining room or the kitchen. And honestly, these days, a lot of times, the bedroom's not the right place for it. Because the bedroom, you know, is 
you know, for sleeping. Yeah, it's for well, whatever. So you got to find that space where you can put that stuff and enjoy it. That's the way it ought to be. I have a question for you, Tony. You're super into racing, right? I am. Yeah. Would you buy one? Would you buy a race car bed? Lights just went out for a second. Would you buy a race car bed if they made them for adults? Um, well, I mean, here's the thing. If if I was the only one who used it, I that would probably be an affirmative. You would have you would have a race car bed. If I if I was the only one. If I was Have you seen uh that movie with Tom Hanks? It's really old now. Big? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and so he was a full-grown adult, right? But he was a kid inside there. I fancy myself like that sometimes. <laughs> I can't. I mean, he had like a bunk bed. He's calling top. You know, I don't know. I think. Um, I think I would be that kind of person. Maybe. He had a full size trampoline in his. I know too. that that guy was like the ultimate man cave is what that guy had, or the ultimate she shed, the ultimate sanctuary, Place. right? For, fortress of solitude. Anyway, <laughs> so that's what we're talking about. Pretty funny stuff. So before the break, we were talking about framing in your basement. Like if you're going to finish off your basement. Some things to keep in mind there are waterproofing, electricity down there, headroom. That's a big one. A lot of basements might be retrofitted down super, super low, not retrofitted, but framed in super low ceiling, you know. So you have to have that. You think about the tallest friend you have. I have a friend who's seven feet tall. You know, if the, if the ceilings are six foot eight, you know, he can't come over. Right. Right. So, He's walking with a hunchback. Think about that. There is some situations, like, uh, for instance, I worked on a house where the floor was all post and beamed, and it, it was on a slope. And in that sloped area, when you got down into the crawl space, you had 12, 13 feet above your head. Yeah. So what they did was they framed in a floor down low, and then all of those posts that come down, like every four to six feet, uh, we calculated a beam that would support that and span that load. And we put in a space down below in his wide open crawl space down there. We just substituted some of those posts with a heavier duty beam and pretty awesome space down there. Wow, that's awesome. So it costs a little bit of money for the framing lumber and the permits, but I mean, it's awesome. Yeah, well, that does seem like a good use of space that would otherwise be unused, unless, of course, he took the opportunity to store stuff down there. Speaking of that, Corey, I want to touch on this, Um, an attic space. When you think of an attic space, right, describe it for me. What do you think of when you think of an attic space? Well, there'd be two types or different types of attic spaces. You know, in the building industry, we refer to them as hand-cut or engineered trusses, you know, one of them, the trusses usually span from outside to outside wall, or sometimes they might have a girder or, you know, some sort of bearing point in the middle of the home if it's a really large span. But those things are engineered with a lot of triangles and webbing to maximize their strength. Well, all of that webbing gets in the way. You know, you can't really have a space. If you walk up into your attic and you got an attic access and you get up there and there's just all of these trusses everywhere, yeah. you cannot remove any of those. If you thought, well, I'll just take this little one out it's, here. How much can it be doing? Yeah, it, you could potentially have huge problems there. So you cannot do that. Um, and I've seen areas where, you know, there might be larger triangled areas where you could put a little platform in there and store 
couple of boxes, yeah, a couple maybe of boxes. some empty suitcases. Essentially on that two by four, or two by six bottom cord of that truss. Now there's something called an attic truss. An attic truss is specifically designed where the bottom cord is essentially a floor joist, but that whole truss is engineered to support it. So sometimes you'll see attic trusses over a garage. That's a perfect example where you would have storage space, dedicated storage space above that. I've even seen attic trusses used in a home where there's a, a decent sized span and they wanted to, to have a living space upstairs, but it just didn't make sense to do floor joists and then, you know, framing walls and then a, sure. you know, a second story. Sure. So you can get attic trusses. They are quite a bit more expensive. So you have to consider that. Like the average truss pack on a, you know, standard home might be seven, eight grand. Mm -hmm. The same truss pack with attic trusses might be 20 grand. Yeah. So it's something to consider. Uh, the other one would be hand cut. Right. You know, a hand cut roof framing framed uh, out of whatever, two by eight, two by 10, two by 12. You'll be able to see that when you walk in your attic. Sometimes you'll see little, little knee walls, support walls that go down. Um, and you can't just remove those either. Right. So you got to be careful there. The other thing about hand cut roofs and ceilings is that those ceiling joists are exactly that. They're ceiling joists meant to span a certain area to support sheetrock, your ceiling, mm -hmm. not be a floor system. Right. A floor system is designed completely different. So don't think that you can walk up there and say, hey, these are, you know, two by sixes. I can walk on them. No problem. Totally. I can walk on them. It's there. They feel fine. Yeah. But they're not designed for that. And over duration of time, they're going to flex, they're going to bow, and they're going to, you know, cause problems. So if you, you can convert that, but what you would end up having to do is sister in uh, taller joists. Like if you had, say, two by six uh, ceiling joists, you could sister in next to that a two by eight or a two by 10 from, you know, like say wall to wall where it's sitting. You know, you just have to speak to some sort of engineer that could tell you what works and what doesn't. Yeah, I feel like it's the impossible. I feel like the disconnect there is that if you climb an attic ladder into the attic and you can stand up, your mind is telling you, hey, I could have a room up here. I can stand up. I'm not hitting my head. All Look, these webs, I just cut all these out. It's like six by eight. I mean, the older the home, the more open the space tends to be. This is true. Um, the, the Because the older homes, sometimes the ceiling is framed with two by four or two by six. And the space is more open. And the more open it is, the more you feel like there's something you can do. But the fact is, if it wasn't intended to be a living space, it's simply not stout enough. Yeah, you and don't you know, want you, to start building a room up there. You can use a lot of that times for storage. A lot of that, you know, it's okay up to a certain point. I mean, you don't want to be storing auto parts up there, right? You know, engine blocks. Then you know you're going to create death, <laughs> right? Right. But Christmas, definitely. I wouldn't do boxes of magazines either. Be careful. Yeah. Well, that happens. It, it gets heavy really fast. Um, it's just important to keep in mind that uh, the attic space, if it's not intended for that. It's simply not an option for you. Yeah, but, well, it's not out of the question. You know, you can't, if you're unsure, you can go talk to a structural engineer. You know, they might come over, take some dimensions, and maybe you could do that. Take some dimensions, take some pictures, and talk to them and show them what you're looking at. And they could say, no, not even close. You cannot do that. Or, yeah, let's take a closer look. Let's spend some money, 
drop, do up some drawings, you know, going for permits and those sorts of things. So it's not out of the question. You just have to know what you're looking at and know what you're getting into. But like you said, not because you can stand up there doesn't mean you can have living space up there. Yeah. Uh, it does seem like the, the perfect space, right? It's not being used for anything really. It's kind of out of the way. Heat tends to rise up there. Always sounds like a good idea. Just make sure you cover your bases. Totally. All right. Uh, we're going to be back in just a minute. We've got to take a quick break. You're listening to Tony and Corey, your weekend warriors. Don't go away. Welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. If you haven't already, go check us out on our uh, Facebook page, our YouTube, and our Instagram at WW Home Show. Uh, or if you'd like to go check out our website, that's www.homeshow.com. All of the links are on there. Or you can go to par.com, P A R R, click on the Weekend Warriors link, and uh, that'll take you to our stuff. Uh, we're recording this show right now, it's going to appear on YouTube, and uh, you can watch us do what we do or listen or whatever you'd like to do. Yeah, absolutely. Like us, subscribe us. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like us, subscribe us. Sounds like a uh, Latin term. Yeah, it does. Like um, longest sword or biggest shield. Like us, subscribe us. (laughs) Sounds like a disease. (laughs) Matter of fact, it probably is a disease. It might be actually. Uh, okay, so we were on a list of uh, tips that we had for people that were looking to um, looking to develop or create um, their fortress of solitude, their special special yeah. place. You know, and a couple weeks ago we did a show on building an ADU, and we had an ADU specialist in the studio with us, and uh, you can find that on our uh, YouTube or our that's right, yeah, podcasts. ADU that is uh, accessory, accessory dwelling, dwelling unit. unit. Yeah. And uh, basically what that is, is uh, if you live in an urban area and you have uh, space on your property that you can, you can actually get discounted permits to build a building that you can rent out or use or whatever. You can build a garage with a ADU above it. Be like an Airbnb. Yeah. And they've, like they've come out with this uh, program to discount those permits. So that that'll ha- can help you out a lot. But what we did find out that... It's very expensive. Yeah, and the regulations the regulations are kind of stringent. So go into it um, with your expectations low um, and be patient. Well, you have to know what you're getting into before right. you spend a bunch of time and effort Absolutely. into it. So listen to that show. That yeah. guy is a world-renowned expert on ADUs. Yeah, he is the authority in our area for sure. So uh, anyway, we're talking about building that whatever it is you have, a mm-hmm. man cave or a she shed or whatever. And we were talking before the break, before the last, I thought we were talking about insulating your basement. If you were going to convert your basement over to something, we talked about the floor a little bit, but I did want to mention if you're going to frame in the walls, that there's several ways to do that if you want to insulate them. And you can use foam, you'd have to use a waterproof foam, some 
Some of the foams are not appropriate for use against concrete, so make sure you look at that. Um, there's what polyisosanurate, there's expanded polystyrene, there's all kinds of foams. Did I impress you there with my foam? Wow, brush? those were super long words. <laughs> so, but the other way to do it is to build a wall that is slightly inside of your wall. So if you have a big concrete wall basement, you can build a wall with like a one inch air gap away from that and insulate that and sheetrock that. You don't have to worry about any of that moisture. As long, I would still recommend using water resistant or moisture resistant insulation like Roxol, right? Mineral wool. There is still going to be that, uh, that moisture back there. And it's probably still going to run to the floor and it's probably still going to run towards the center of the room where there's probably a drain. If it's a, if it's a basement yeah. type thing. Um, but again, we talked about that, having the right flooring and uh, being prepared for that. Uh, here's another excerpt, Corey, out of um, uh, the some of the feedback that we got from some of the ladies that we talked to that oh, work yeah, at, yeah, at yeah. Par Lumber Company. Um, so this, this gal says, I would like a craft table or a present wrapping table off to the corner of my room. And an elliptical instead of weights. Do you know why she wants an elliptical instead of weights? <laughs> no. Because she wants to watch trash TV and work out at the same time. <laughs> she considers that multitasking. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, what so, is trash TV? What would you classify as trash oh, TV? Oh, Desperate Housewives, probably. Oh, okay. Or anything on the Lifetime channel, maybe. Or a NASCAR race. S sappy. <laughs> That's trash TV. <laughs> well, I, yeah, it's uh, it's in the eye of the beholder, right? Um, I'm kidding. I know you love it. That's okay. It's fine. I'm I am uh, completely and totally set with that. It's not a problem. Dale Earnhardt nerd. Yeah, I am. That's for sure. Yeah, multitasking. That's a good idea. Uh, they they described some of the gals described the furniture that they would like to have in their space um, as fun couches with pillows and tables. Fun couches. With pillows and tables. See, I asked my wife about this, and her main concern was, where am I going to put my wine? Where yeah. am I going to store my wine? And where can I keep my wine cold? So, <laughs> And where am I going to keep my wine glasses? <laughs> That's an important one yeah. you know, for her. It's very interesting, too, because uh, as I read through some of the things that the women talked about wanting to have in their space, in their fortress of solitude, it seemed very much... Like a lot of the things that are in the house, they want to take a lot of that stuff with them. Yeah, you actually, one of the ladies you talked to described her as a herself as a Jill of all trades. A Jill of all trades. So she wanted a workshop. She, she wants wanted, to take her work in there. Yeah, she wants to work in there and, and do that thing. You know, so part of that, too, you know, working out. Yeah. Like some people like to work out. That's their... Uh, solitude. Yeah, absolutely. So you there's, build a, there's got a home to, gym. Yeah, there's got to be a space for that. And if that's what you've got in your in your space, then that's what you've got in your space, and that's great. Uh, so so let's talk about you know we should really take an opportunity to talk about a lot of the things that people want to see in their space. This list is going to include stuff that we got from lots of different people. Stuff, of course, that comes straight from mine and Corey's uh, um, book of wishes, our wish list. Yeah, these are to me these are some of the must haves or, you know, at least things that I would die to have. Right. In mine. Right, right. For instance, home theater. I know it's not as big a deal to you, but in you know, like you said, I, I like the technical stuff. I like the technology. You know, I have the latest TV, I have the latest, you know, stuff. Yeah. 
and uh, it's very and important I love, to me. And I love to come over and use it. You know, yeah, one of the things... One <laughs> I of don't the, know I don't know how, but I just sit and let him handle it. One of the things that I recently got about a year ago was uh, is a VR, home VR system. I got an Oculus Rift. Yeah. And uh, you have to have, have a pretty high-powered PC to run that thing. And uh, I got all of that, and I got it set up in my living room right now. So it's a lot of fun, but I would rather have it in a space that's more just mine. Right. Because every time I put it on, my kids are like, I want to play. Right. Can I play? It's my turn. So that's me. I'd want a home theater, and I'd want to be able to hook my stuff up in there. Um, one of the things I do want to say about technology, um, it changes so quickly. Yes, it's so true. Technology is crazy. We've had guys on the show uh, from... Home, home uh, Evolved Home. Evolved Home. They're a little company in Milwaukee, Oregon, uh, and they sell home... What would you call that? Home automation. That's right. And they their technology changes from year to year, and it just gets better and better and better. And uh, it's something to think about. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to go out and buy the very best of the very best, and you're going to pay top dollar for it, just know that in a certain time, there's going to be another best of the best. I've been burned. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, and that's, you just need to know, right? Because here's the thing about it, Corey. I feel like it, you know what? I want to touch on that when we come back. We got to take a quick break. You're listening to Tony and Corey, your weekend warriors. Don't go away. Being a homeowner in today's market isn't easy. With families hanging on to their homes longer, energy efficiency and long-term quality have become top priorities. Future generations will benefit from the choices you make today. Make the right choice. Invest in your family's future with Plygem Windows, available at area par lumber locations. You'll enjoy designer, low-maintenance windows at a price that won't jeopardize the kids' college fund. They're approved by the National Association of Home Builders and Energy Star Certified. So why do people shop at PAR? Because we know that people who want to build need selection, competitive pricing, on-time delivery, and real experts who really know how to give expert advice. Just ask Shana. We help design projects all the time. Let's take a look at your plans. That's why people shop at PAR. If you've got a project you need help with, visit any one of our PAR locations across the Pacific Northwest. To find a location near you, visit PARR.com. For a look that reflects your style, choose Marvin Windows and Doors. They'll enhance the essence of a room and the character of a home. Beautifully crafted with the most extensive selection of customizable options, it's easy to complement your vision. Marvin Windows and Doors are sold only at independent dealers who understand your home is more than your address. It's a feeling you create in a place that holds your dreams. Marvin Windows and Doors built around you. Find exceptional service and inspiration at Par Design Center, your local Marvin dealer. Start your project with a trip to their Aloha location, where Par Design Center's experts can help you find easy and stylish replacement solutions for your next remodeling project. Family owned and operated since 1930. Go where the builders go. Par Design Center. Call Par Design Center at 503-614-2655 or visit online at par.com. That's P-A-R-R dot com. 
Trex is the world's number one decking brand and the inventor of wood alternative composite decking. Trex is committed to helping you create a low maintenance backyard retreat that can handle the outdoors without depleting them and will do so for decades because your weekends should be spent relaxing on your deck, not repairing it. Choose from four distinct collections and 21 colors to meet any design aesthetic on any budget with the comfort of a 25 year fade and stain warranty. Trex, outdoor living elevated. Visit Trex.com for more. When you want to enhance your home's curb appeal with the look of real wood, choose real wood, like Shakertown Cedar Siding. The genuine natural color and grain of Shakertown products offers a great cedar siding solution for your project, adding dimension and drama to your home's exterior. Whether you select individual sidewall shakes, pre-manufactured Craftsman shingle panels, or pre-primed Cedar Cove shingle panels, your cedar siding will stand the test of time, outlasting building trends and its competition. Made with 100% clear vertical grain heartwood cedar, nothing compares to the rich appearance and outstanding performance of our cedar shingle panels. They resist the effects of the sun, rain, pests, and time. For 50 years, Shaker Town has been beautifying and protecting homes. A true American original. Visit shakertown.com to learn more. At PAR, we're more than just lumber, because we know people want more than just lumber. That's why we sell grills, sealers, stains, wheelbarrows, rags, bags, extension cords, shop lights, saws, blades, ladders, and oh yeah, Yeti coolers and Yeti thermoses. Visit your local PAR Lumber and find any one of the many, many things that we sell every single day. to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show built by Par Lumber. Tony and I are talking about your sanctuary today. And before the break, you know, we were talking a little bit about technology. And I, lo I love technology. I'm always, I like to get the latest stuff, you know, which is why my laser disc player is still sitting in my attic right now, you know, whatever. But <laughs> if you think about things, like what, one of the tips that I was just going to just say real quick is whenever you have two competing products for the same or two competing technologies for the same product line you know for instance if you're old enough to remember this betamax and vhs people were going out and buying these betamax players and vhs players or you were one or the other i mean rarely would you go out and buy both right right so after a certain amount of time betamax lost out vhs won for whatever reasons and now people were stuck with these Betamax players that are useless. And they couldn't get tapes for them anymore. More recently, you had HD, DVD, and Blu-ray. You know, when you had those two competing things, they were all in the same market. Blu-ray ended up winning out, and now you can't even buy anything HD, DVD. There's none of the players. I mean, it's just defunct. It's the old technology that you can't even get anymore. Yeah. So all I'm saying is, Maybe take a minute when you're looking at that newest, latest, greatest thing. Maybe not jump in right away. Yeah. You know, I jumped in on the VR thing and everybody's like, oh, you know, I got to get the better one coming out next year. Yeah. But you can always say that. Yeah, you, you can know? always say that. But 
but you're right. I was that's what Good I was judgment. alluding to. That's where I was going right when we went to the break last time. I was just gonna say, you know, you you get the the very best thing, and and then it, they, you got to work the bugs out, right? And then version two comes out, and then it just it just keeps getting better. There is really not the best thing. It's only what's now. What's now? You know, totally. You're either gonna get what's now, or you're gonna get what just was because it's proven or whatever. It's like when you bought that twenty five hundred dollar TV five years ago, and now they're selling for two ninety nine on Black Friday. <laughs> you know, it's just the way it is. Yeah, it's the way it is. Yeah, that's life. Um, so, uh, so what? Let's talk about uh, seating. What do you got in your home theater? For where are you gonna sit? What in, you got? in my dream home theater, I would have stadium seating. Oh. I'd, have a, I'd have a row down low with, uh, you know, the leather recliners, and then I'd, have a, I'd build a platform. Then you'd have a second row and a third row. That's nice. how I would do it. I would love to have my own, my very own home theater, and I know they're out there. What are, you, what are you imagining as far as the amount of seats that people would, I mean, you're thinking about like nine? Yeah, probably nine. Or six, maybe, maybe yeah, maybe ten or a dozen, maybe ten or twelve. Yeah, a baker's dozen, three, thirteen, three rows of four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because if you have friends and family over and you all want to watch a, a cool movie, so if you've got stadiums, that's going to take up quite a big space in in your fortress of solitude, right? Um, do you have any other seating, or is that it? Are they eating there, watching TV there? I mean, resting well, there? Is that the whole deal? I think in my perfect solitude fortress would be its own home theater i would have a, a theater room oh a, a separate area separate separated areas absolutely okay i mean we we actually got some of that same feedback from some of the people we talked to they said hey i'd like to have separate areas i'd like to have an area where we can sit and lounge um i think there was a uh and, and a separate area where i can craft and work and where i can have cabinets and power tools and, and the kind of things that i totally. want to do in that space so one of the things that uh, Tony and I have been working on in our studio out here is soundproofing. And that would be a really integral part into my cave. I would have everything soundproofed. And there's a lot of ways to achieve that. You know, uh, if you're insulating and sheetrocking, you don't want to, you know, it's not just about the insulation that blocks that sound. It's about the vibrations. So they make this thing called a hat channel. And all that does is it goes perpendicular on, say, your floor joists. And then you connect your sheetrock to that. And what it's supposed to do is reduce that vibration from traveling through to the next floor. Oh, interesting. So they call it, you know, there's different, there's a lot of different ways. If you're going to, if you're thinking about soundproofing, you have to be, do a lot of research on it. Tony and I learned the hard way when doing the studio, right? We came in here and we just bought some, some of foam egg crate. And we put it up on the walls. And we're like, perfect. That's going to be great. Yep. Well, what we realized is, is that foam doesn't absorb sound at all. It's like you you talk and it's like it does nothing unless you cover your face with it. <laughs> so it we, worked really good when I covered your face with it. <laughs> <laughs> so we went out and we created these, these uh, sound absorption panels. They're DIY. We made them. We're actually going to do a how-to video on how to make one probably next week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but we took a very dense Roxel insulation. It's, um, what do you call it? Uh, wool. Mineral wool. Yep, wool insulation. And we built frames, two by four foot frames, put that mineral wool insulation, and we wrapped it with fabric. And I tell you what, there is no sound that will escape that. When you're talking into that panel, you will not get any sound. Nothing comes back. back. Yeah, there's no bounce. So it's, it's, a, it's all about how much 
it absorbs and not necessarily, you know, some of the traditional things you would think of. Yeah. It's definitely something to do, something great to do in a home theater type situation like you're talking about. And here's the thing. It doesn't have to just be a plain um, piece of fabric that you put over. We actually dressed ours up a little bit. We put some heat, transferred some logos on there, like the Weekend Warriors logo, the PAR logo. Turned out really great. I mean, I absolutely love it. It was super inexpensive and uh, and it's it's not hard on the on the eyes. Yeah, totally. Um, so you're going to have a, you're going to have a big screen TV. Is that what's going to be in yours? I probably would. I would go over that over a projector in my opinion. So a lot of these projectors, uh, the lighting in them, they kind of dim over time in, in my, from what I've read, I've never owned one, but, um, it's a little different. Like I, I just bought a new TV. I bought a, an OLED, you know, 4k HDR, the works, you know, that technology is a, a pretty expensive right now, you know, not terrible, but, you know, I went with a smaller sized TV, but what that allows you to have is the best picture. So that's what I would do. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know what I want? I want to go to like a pawn shop or to an old closed down theater and get like their reel to reel deal, set that thing back there and have it be like, whatever sound it makes when it... you'd have to have a camera operator that's what, yeah i need a camera operator <laughs> i may have to teach one of my kids to do that but that's what i want real to real in mind you know i'm not sure i'm sure there's a market for them but i wonder if you could go out and buy movies <laughs> how on the awesome reel. would it be though for real to have a real to real you know a lot of those movies didn't aren't on one reel they're on those big Oh you know, yeah, multiple that, reels, yeah. 18 millimeter or yeah, whatever. Somebody those has are. to swap them out and yeah, the them. There's like there's literally a person up there switching it or tacking it on. Yeah. And I I read somewhere where there's like this little blip that appears on the screen that tells them when to put the new reel in when that one's about to run out. Wow. And they just clip it together or something? Yeah, or they, they stop the show and they say, Let's all go to the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> Some milk dud. <laughs> no, I don't I don't know, but that would be cool. Yeah. That would be really cool. Um, so, and what are you going to put on the walls? You can put some, so put something really manly up on the walls. I know I'm kind of jumping around here a little bit. What are you going to have on the walls in your home theater? Oh, the, I would load it in with the home movie theater posters. Portion. My favorite movies. My favorite movie posters. Like Die Hard. Sure. Or Alien. Like, like Die Hard. I love Alien. Yeah. Movie sci-fi, posters. I like sci-fi, yeah. Do you have those or you have to go get those? Yeah, I don't own any. You don't, yeah. I, I don't have nowhere to put them. Where am I going to put them? Well, you and I go to that same cinema sale. When if we go find that cinema that's going out of business, we can get some from there. <laughs> I'm, I'm in. Whatever year was the last year they were like showing a movie, you're stuck with those. But that's that's where we're at. I saw a house that I recently just shipped all the lumber for, and it's all built now. We shipped it over about over a year ago. But this person or this family that built this home has their own home theater in it, and I'm pretty sure they've got like 20 seats. Like oh, it's, yeah. it's a theater, man. Oh man, you know. And uh, outside of it, they have those uh kind of those marquee lights and all of the posters fit into these boxes with those little marquee lights around it oh, that's cool looks awesome well i'll tell you what for me and my man cave it's inspirational quotes all, all the way. way yep that's me I, you gonna, can gonna, do it i'm gonna craft right? them up out of some wood i'm gonna put some paint on there and sand it down i'm gonna distress it a little bit maybe sling something on it <laughs> make something makes me happy we got to take another quick break. When we come back, more Weekend Warriors and your Fortress of Solitude. Don't go away.
listening to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show, built by Par Lumber. Now, here's Tony and Corey. Hey, welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for hanging around. Tony and I today are talking about your your fortress of solitude, where you go to hang out and where you all the things that you want are there and all the people you don't want aren't. <laughs> you hope. <laughs> so, uh, you know, whether that's in some outbuilding that you've built, an ADU or, a you know, a yoga studio, I've seen a lot of that going on on the uh, Pinterest when I searched. Oh, yeah? You know. She shed was a is a popular term, or or woman cave, mom den. Uh, people want to go and relax. Yeah, that's really what it's about. Absolutely. And uh, for me, my perfect would be to go and watch movies, or play my video games on a huge screen TV by myself. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think it would be great to have a a room. I mean, if if budget was no option or was no concern, I should say, if budget was no concern. Man, I would load up a room with some of my favorite, you know, full-size arcade games. Yes. I mean, you know, the kind that will never, ever go away. Totally. Like Asteroids and Pac-Man and Space Invaders. See, I would want... Donkey Kong. Pinball machines would be cool. Dig Dug. What would be really cool? Oh, have you ever seen the movie about Dig Dug? I don't know. Centipede. There's a movie. King of Kong, Fistful of Dollars. I have never seen this. It's a documentary. Watch it. Oh, yeah? I've never seen it. King of Kong, Fistful of Dollars. Yeah, I would have a bunch of uh, I'd have a bunch of arcade games. I mean, at least one. I know they're expensive, but you can get them. Here's what I would get. Buck Hunter. Oh, yeah? That would be for me and all my friends. We would get... Would, you, cu- would you customize... Buck Hunter. Would you customize the hunting rifle? Uh, maybe. So that it wasn't just orange plastic? I don't know. Put a little camo on there? It's a good idea. Uh, anyway, that's, yeah, I think that'd be something that I would like. I really like the idea of, um, of putting some workout equipment in there, right? Um, a treadmill or an elliptical or something. I mean, because keeping our health on our mind is also important. I'm not saying that, that, um, you can't relax, but maybe you earn the opportunity to relax by <laughs> getting out there and doing a little bit of, uh, you know, I had this great idea Tybo for an invention. Tell me if this is stupid or not. You have... Your workout equipment, whatever that is, elliptical, bike, whatever it is, connected to your router. And you have to ride. In order to get internet? Yes. You have to to jump on and ride like five miles. And you you build it up. Yeah. Nice. And it's just like it goes ding, and then your Wi-Fi turns on. Now you got got two hours of Wi-Fi. Or 24 24 hours. That is a great idea. Somebody's going to come out with that. I absolutely love that idea. I think it's perfect. I Um, I got ideas. You do. We, you know, we're going to end up paying people. To, that's what we're going to do. We're going to end up paying people to ride a bike so that we can, you know, surf YouTube and <laughs> yell at your kids. Go, go jump on the bike. Watch real the quick Weekend for me. Warriors how-to videos. <clears throat> you know what you could do? No, no, I'm not going to give all my secrets away. Uh, another one that I would like is a golf simulator. Oh yeah. If I had room, you can buy those things where you have the screen. Yep. And it looks like you're out on the golf course, and yep. you just smack it, and it transfers yeah, onto the screen. I, I, was, I, just was, I don't know how much they are, but I, I was just one. playing golf on one the other day at uh, at a place. Nice. In Beaverton. It's what about it a, is cool. What about a putting green? Yeah. I mean that would be that would be, be awesome. for some people. You know, it's very detail. I mean it's very one thing. Yeah. I mean what else are you gonna do on a putting green besides putt? Eventually it gets boring. Well maybe for you. <laughs> I think uh, maybe a ping pong table. Yeah? 
Yeah, ping pong table would be amazing. Or a poker table. Ah, I poker mean, you kind of have to have a poker table. Yeah. Every, anything can be a poker table, though. you got to have poker chips. I'm thinking. <laughs> um, I like your chips. I like I like the dartboard idea. I think that's good. A pool table, of course, is great, but not everybody's got room for a pool table. Plus, they're kind of expensive. But that would be awesome. They're not that expensive, are they? I'll not. Tell you, I'll tell you what's difficult about a pool table. They're though, heavy. Is getting it to where it needs to go. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that let's. T- I had another request. One of the guys that I work with said, "Hey, I've got this piece of two foot by seven foot." clear birch and i want to make a tabletop or a bar top um at my house but i don't really know how to get started on that and he wanted to know if we could talk about that since we were talking about this sort of topic anyway if you were putting together a plan to build a tabletop or a bar top in your man cave or fortress of solitude how would you go about it where would you start kind of walk me through that little uh process well, I guess if I had a chunk of wood like that, I would I would consider the size of it. And if it's going to be big enough for a full bar, you know, or, or design my bar around it, you know, if it's long enough and wide enough to be a bar top and thick enough, you wouldn't want it too thin. Uh, yeah, I would definitely use that. Um, one of the things I probably would do is design the the base you know, according to that size, but I would build it out of just standard lumber, two by four, um, frame in counter height, however tall you need that to be. And you have to think about, are you going to put stools under it or are you just going to have it as a table or are you going to stand behind it as a bar? Oh, right. You know, or are you going to have like a two tier, you know, where you have a bar height, counter height bar, and then a, or sorry, a bar height and then a counter height. Oh yeah. So I've seen that too, where you have a nice slab of, you know, raw edge wood as your bar and then it steps down in the back where you have your sink and your, you know, different things there. Sure. So, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, you sense. just frame it out of framing lumber and sheet it with whatever you'd like. Pallet sheet wood or... Pallet wood. Yeah. Sheet rock. Sure, sure. Well, that makes, like, do you need to fasten it to the ground or do you probably not want to fasten it to the ground? You want it to be mobile? I would not. If In, in my opinion, I would not... Fasten it to the ground. No, I would. Oh, you would it. fasten it. I wouldn't it. leave it unfastened. Oh, okay. Uh, whether it was, whether it was plumbed or not plumbed, you would definitely, uh, fasten it. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be standing that on that thing or have somebody standing on, against it, leaning against it and have it tip over, tip over or <laughs> yeah. Or move. Yeah. You, know, you don't want that stuff. Sure. But uh, you know, that would be something that you would want to have electrical to it, right? Maybe you'd want to have electrical in the floor or at the very least in the wall that it's pushing up against so that you can get power to your refrigerator or whatever you've got, uh, on the inside of there, uh, your keg cooler or whatever however that works Uh, that's a really good idea though frame it up out of standard and better lumber and uh draw it out first frame it up wrap it and then put your custom top on there and now how do you finish that i mean you probably don't want to just throw some paint on it we talking about a a clear finish or a an oil finish does it need does a bar like that if you put an oil finish on the top of that piece of birch does it need to get like a resin coating over the top of that well, no, I mean, uh, you can, um, but what I would recommend would, you know, just to do it as inexpensively as possible is just to use spar varnish or urethane, like a real uh, marine varnish. Um, the more coats you put on it, the better, but that, what's going to do is be able to resist the, you know, the moisture. Uh, moisture. So if you set a cup down or a beer bottle or whatever, 
you know, you're not going to get those rings. Right. So, you know, you, that's that's really the idea that you want there. Coat after coat after coat after coat until you yeah. can see yourself in it. I'd put four or five coats on there. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a pretty good tip. I'm sure he's going to be listening to this and he's going to appreciate that uh, insight. He was really looking to, that's a good idea. To get some inspiration there. I would love to get a slab to build our desk here. We need to build a desk here. Yeah, we do. We got, we got a few things we got to work on. Um, uh, something else you mentioned for that bar um, besides a sink where you can wash some dishes uh, is a standalone ice maker. Ice is one of the things that you run out of awfully quick when you've got people over. That is, you're absolutely right. And I never for, will forget the time I went to somebody's, you know, at home. They had a bar in their basement. They had their own standalone ice maker, and it was the most amazing thing. <laughs> I mean, ice abounding. You yeah. never ran out. And I'll tell you what, if you've ever had people over to your house and you're all making drinks and doing whatever, you, you do. You run out of ice. You run out of ice fast. And you can't have those trays. Yeah. You don't want to fill up those Unless trays. you've got a freezer dedicated for keeping bags of ice frozen, uh, you know, you run out of places to put bags of ice. You end up having to go back to the store, get more ice, bring it well, back. Well, if you save it, they just all freeze into one giant block anyway. <laughs> yeah, then you just have to throw it at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> um, something else that I want to talk about that is on the list and is a really good idea, but it's going to take a little bit of time, is under lighting. Uh, you've got noted on there soft lighting and dimmer switches, which we've talked about a little bit already, but also you've got on there natural light. This is one of the things that I heard from a lot of people. We need to talk more about that right after this break. You're listening to Tony and Corey, your weekend warriors. We'll be right back. There's a reason Fortress Railing Products is one of the strongest brands in the railing industry. From commercial, code-tested products to diverse residential styles, Fortress Railing Products is a category creator with a complete line of railing solutions to turn your outdoor space into a living place. Fortress is committed to a higher standard for quality, strength, innovation, versatility, and ease of installation, which means you get a beautiful railing system that stands up to your busy life. Whether you're looking for iron, aluminum, or cable rail, we have the right solution for your outdoor living space. And installation is as easy as one. One, two, three. One, choose your pre-welded, pre-assembled panel. Two, choose your post and bracket. And three, select your personalization options. Fortress, products that inspire, designs that liberate. For a look that reflects your style, choose Marvin Windows and Doors. They'll enhance the essence of a room and the character of a home. Beautifully crafted with the most extensive selection of customizable options, it's easy to complement your vision. Marvin Windows and Doors are sold only at independent dealers who understand your home is more than your address. It's a feeling you create in a place that holds your dreams. Marvin Windows and Doors, built around you. Find exceptional service and inspiration at Par Design Center, your local Marvin dealer. Start your project with a trip to their Aloha location, where Par Design Center's experts can help you find easy and stylish replacement solutions for your next remodeling project. Family owned and operated since 1930. Go where the builders go. Par Design Center. Call Par Design Center at 503-614-2655 or visit online at par.com. That's P-A-R-R dot 
Preparing your home for winter weather is an easy task for weekend warriors when you have the right tools. Small leaks in doors, windows, and siding can create big problems down the road. So make inspection of these areas a part of your annual home maintenance plan. Caulking that is cracked, peeling or pulling away from your trim can be cut and replaced with OSI Quad Advanced Formula Window, Door and Siding Sealant. Designed for superior performance on exterior window, door, siding and trim applications, OSI Quad can be applied to wet or dry surfaces and even at freezing temperatures. Unlike other sealants, Quad resists dirt and dust collection, yellowing and water washout. Quad is self-tooling, available in a variety of colors, and once cured, is paintable. To learn more about OSI Quad, visit OSIPro.com. Whether you're building a new home, remodeling an old home, or re-envisioning your backyard space, if you've got a project, go to Par Lumber for decks, fencing, kitchens, windows, doors, and more. Par Lumber, your neighborhood building and home improvement experts. For true rain screen protection under your exterior siding, not much compares to the unique three-dimensional matrix of Home Slicker. Home Slicker provides a continuous space for drainage and drying, a thermal break, and pressure equalization, eliminating the threat of trapped moisture. Home Slicker is easy to install, ventilates the entire wall surface, can be used behind stone, stucco, and lap siding, saves time and labor costs, and even offers a 50-year warranty. To learn more about Home Slicker, visit BenjaminObdyke.com. At PAR, we're more than just lumber, because we know people want more than just lumber. That's why we sell grills, sealers, stains, wheelbarrows, rags, bags, extension cords, shop lights, saws, blades, ladders, and oh yeah, Yeti coolers and Yeti thermoses. Visit your local PAR lumber and find any one of the many, many things that we sell every single day. Welcome back to the Weekend Warriors Home Improvement Show. Thanks for staying with us. Today in the show, we're talking about your sanctuary or your fortress of solitude if you were Superman. What would you have there? Yeah. For me, it would be technology central. I would have home theater. I would have, you know, cool TV with my Oculus Rift virtual reality setup. You know, that, that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, automated, Tony, automated everything. Yeah, absolutely. I would have, you know, um, home automated i would have speakers everywhere and i'd be able to control them with my ipad or whatever and stream my music like i kind of do in my house a little bit very poor man's way of doing it how i set it up but i would have that i love being able to turn music on and watch what i want like on demand i'd have a streaming you know tv service i mean that's probably something to consider wi-fi you definitely need an internet Oh yeah, absolutely. In your fortress of solitude. Absolutely. And you don't want to have you to don't. and you don't want to have to ride a bike to get it. <laughs> right? You just want it to be available right now. Yeah, I think you're going to want Wi-Fi out there. I mean, I, I know that I would want it out there. Um I have like to have a little drafting table, um, you know, and a, and a big stack of blank giant pieces of paper. I like to draw stuff. I like to draw big things. You know, and uh, and then see if I can turn that into something. I mean, maybe hand it to my daughter and have her paint it after. I like to craft things and you know create things. Um, not, I like to do things with wood too. I like to do things with with wood tools, but I wouldn't want to have my shop out there. 
I don't want to have all my power tools out there. A shop really belongs in that space. I agree with you. For me. I agree you with you. You can't mix these two things, right? Um, but I would, you would like to, I'd like to draw, you know, I'd like to listen to music and, and watch a little TV. It's like, yeah, like, same kind of a thing. Essentially, you need a workbench to do your hobbies. Right. I mean, hobbies. I have a workbench in my shop, and then I would love to have a workbench for my hobbies, you know? Whatever that, I used to build models and I loved it and I don't anymore because I don't have anywhere to do it. Oh yeah, that would be a great thing to do. I like to, uh, I like to scrapbook. I like to scrapbook pictures. Is that You're a scrapbooker? I, I am. I like it. It's fun. That's awesome. That would be something I'd like to have out there maybe. A whole scrapbooking thing. Yeah. I would scrapbook some of our adventures, you and me. Well, you kind of do. <laughs> I do. They're just all in my phone <laughs> instead of in a book. You will. You, yeah, you do. Uh, yeah. You know, but. If you do all that, you know, having natural lighting, I think, is important as well. Yeah, we were talking about that right During before the break, we were going yeah, you to said the break. something. Yeah, I feel like um, you put in your house a solar tube um, in the in your closet, and mm-hmm. also you put one in your master bathroom just to, uh, over the shower. And while it does not help you when it's dark, right? It does not help you during that time. All of the other time it does. And what does it cost you to turn that natural light on? Zero. It costs zero. Well, and here's the thing about those that space. That space was behind a door, and when you close that door, pitch black. I mean, there was no outdoor, any sort of lighting in that room, no windows, nothing. Right. So you'd close the door behind you, pitch black. So I wanted to add natural light in there, and I didn't want to cut in uh, a window, which is pretty involved. Uh, I was At the time, I was having my roof redone. So I just bought a couple of those solar tubes, installed them myself, and yep. they just roofed around them. It's yep. perfect. Absolutely. They're very inexpensive, relatively inexpensive to adding a window, for example, or a skylight. You should probably explain what they are for people that don't know. Sure, sure. A solar tube or a sun tunnel. These are brand names. Um, it is a, a hole in the roof of your home that is attached to a mirror, a mirror-ish sort clear, of... Yeah, clear plastic dome... Yeah, that collects light. It's attached to a, a tunnel or a tube, and the tube has got mirrors on the inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that tube comes down through your attic and attaches to your ceiling. And at your ceiling, it has a diffuser or a clear lens or whatever. And essentially, it just creates a tunnel for natural light from outside to get right down into your space. But it enhances the natural light by causing it to reflect and refract off of the things inside the tunnel in it. And it basically bursts into your room makes magic in the tunnel yeah bursts into your room it bursts into your room (laughs) i'll tell uh, you what it's very amazing in the middle of summer when the sun's right overhead because my backyard faces south south facing uh when that sun comes up in the middle of summer at 6 a.m in the morning and i'm in the shower i mean it is fantastic yeah it's a great feeling it's like showering outside oh it's so bright when before you know showering under a yeah. An old light. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's different. It's different because it's, because it's natural light. There's just no comparison. We all already know this. That's why we have windows. Um, but it is very nice to have that, uh, in your ceiling, especially in a smaller enclosed space, like your, um, you know, like your fortress of solitude would be like your personal 
um, space. Or would I would be. hope it to be. And and that would be a great place to put something just like that. And it actually won't break the bank. And it's a good Weekend Warrior project, actually. Here's a couple things you would probably want to consider putting in your fortress, especially if it was in the Antarctica like Superman's. Uh, maybe a fireplace. Oh, like an electric fireplace. Yeah, maybe. like electric or gas. Or gas. It's actually pretty difficult in Oregon to get a wood burning burning fireplace or stove i think you can get stoves but they're pretty particular on permitting uh, wood burning fireplaces these days so anyway electric or wood would be pretty awesome electric or or gas or or gas yeah that it'd be nice that's very that's a very cozy it's a very cozy thing um i agree Uh, and if you don't have that you're definitely going to want to be able to stay warm individually so get a stack of soft blankets. Keep it in there. <laughs> I, I like to or wrap a space up space heater. I love to wrap up in a blanket. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it's just, uh, when I'm when I'm relaxing, when I'm doing my thing. Or think about this, like for instance, uh, in my bonus room that we're giving to our kids, we are that that space would get super duper hot in the summer. Super hot, just because it's upstairs. You know, there's no real. Um, you know, vents or anything or that's, that are connected to the HVAC. So it's all kind of has to be natural um, airflow to get the AC up there. So it gets really, really hot in the summer. So I got a mini split installed, which is like a miniature heat pump. And it has a head unit on the inside of the room. It runs either AC or heat. And it just runs outside to a little unit that sits outside the window on the ground. And uh, I don't know, how big do you think that thing is? Oh, it's about uh, one foot tall and about three feet wide. Yeah, I'd pretty, say. It's one, pretty one small. Foot, one foot by one foot by three foot, probably. Yeah, well, it's probably two foot tall, but it's really small. You barely notice it. It's super quiet. But i tell you one thing. When we were up there hanging out last summer and it was, you know, 100 degrees out, that thing worked great. And it is providing you fresh air. Fresh air from outside? Or is it not? Is it providing you cooled or heated air from inside um it is not providing fresh air okay so it's it is recirculating the air that's inside the correct home. so that's, if you want fresh air you still have to open a window yeah or drill a hole a big hole like a 12 inch by 12 inch hole in the wall right next to it and then it will uh probably with, some with air like a plug and then some air will come through right in that space <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're right uh, a mini split like that uh, is a is a really good option for a small space and uh, can really heat and cool quickly. We just installed one of those in the conference room at the Newburgh Yard, and uh, it does a great, great job. Here's some other essentials that I would want, personally. Neon beer lights. Nice. I would love to have them. I think they're awesome. I like neon lights. I would get myself a toolbox for storage, for storing all my stuff in, a locking toolbox. Um, I would also want sports memorabilia mm-hmm. i'd put my duck helmet in there maybe my, a couple of my duck jerseys i would love that uh sports art is another one i wrote down and maybe even a humidor really in, in order to keep uh in order to keep the moisture in your cigars yeah you if you have cigars if you're a cigar person wait do you are you a cigar person once in a while well so i mean uh, i think as are you do, i'm just wondering do you buy the what comes first the cigar person or the humidor? What? <laughs> the, 
<laughs> you see what I'm saying? Or you're either a guy with a humidor who smokes cigars, or you're well, a I guy... think you're probably a cigar guy that you're... builds a humidor. I see. Okay. Well, that's what I was trying to figure out. <laughs> but no, I think that would be cool. Yeah, I agree I would have with a that. humidor and even a wine cellar. I'd have a place to keep many bottles of wine. A wine cellar. I mean, when I hear wine cellar, I think downstairs. Are you going to dig a hole in the ground underneath? Oh, no, it doesn't have to be downstairs. man cave and like with a, a secret hatch. When you walk into a restaurant, they don't necessarily keep them downstairs. Sometimes they keep them right there out in front. Yeah, they don't let you drink the ones that are out in front. They go get the ones that are in the back. Sometimes. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, whatever it is, folks, that you want to have in your space, what we want you to do is um, take time, get motivated, get inspired, and do it. Because everybody deserves to have that, and Corey and I want that for you. That's all the time we got. Thanks for tuning in. This has been another episode of Your Weekend Warriors right here on the Weekend Warriors Radio Network. Have a great week.